And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome back, everybody, to the train ride from hell and the nonstop to nowhere. My check liver light just went off this morning. You know what that means. Welcome! To Dysfunction Junction. Fuck yeah. yeah. My name is Chris Burns. With me as always, to my immediate left, my co-host. Christopher Lynch. And of course, producer extraordinaire, the one and only Michael Big Herm, P.S., the Minister of Meat. What's Herman. up? How is everybody doing today? I'm all right. Good, all right. good, good. Oh my lord, I'm surprised I'm still standing. Yeah. What a weekend. I'm going to tell you about it real quick. Yeah, for your check liver light to just go off today. That's... Just this morning, and yeah. I didn't have uh, nothing to drink yesterday. I had zero. I was uh, sober as a judge yesterday and today until I get to the car and go home because <sighs> this is a dry studio. Excellent. Um, fantastic race this weekend uh, amongst great friends. Uh, if you did not see it, if you're not a NASCAR fan, I won't bore you with the details. Christopher Bell they, won. They went around in a circle and they turned left. You know what? Left. I'm going to slap you in, in the baby maker if you don't shut the fuck they up. They made infinite left-hand turns. I will slap you in your big, fat fucking chin if you don't shut well, you up. you can't say you can get it. You can slap me a chin biscuit because I trimmed it. I, I noticed you did. Thank you. It's all one length now yes. except for those three hairs. Off I know. Left. I missed this one. Fucking Christ, dude. You go in a mirror? I did it in the dark. <laughs> There's a surprise. Uh, Christopher Bell won a surprise before the race. Lynch, you watched the live feed. Cletus showed up. Yeah. Yeah, it was good to see him. That fucking redneck idiot piece of shit. But we had fun. Um, went up with great friends. Corey from the Speedway Review, his friend, and technically my friend Zach, and uh, my good friend, the great Baldini, Mark Azarju. We had a good time. A couple things I, I took away from this, and we were just talking about it a minute ago. They sold about 80,000 seats, which is not bad for a place that sits a buck ten. 79,900 and about 750. We're all crazy. Let's go, Brandon Trump flag waving motherfuckers. And I shouldn't be surprised because NASCAR. I mean, is, it, it, it is NASCAR. It is NASCAR. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's, it's not. It's. It's not masterpiece theater. Not bro. every NASCAR <laughs> fan thinks like me. It's, it's not the opera. It's right, but you know, you see most NASCAR fans. They sit and they're like they they're happy just watching speed and wrecks and whatnot. I'm into the science. I'm into you know all the the good and crazy shit that they, goes along with it. They don't get the science. Hell no, the car they don't. goes fast. We turn to the left. I know it's wrong. Try to guess. Five <laughs> times a year they turn right, and I don't watch that bullshit. I don't like it. That sounds like Cletus right there. <laughs> And uh, we pulled up to the meeting place where Corey and I meet before we go into the track. And they have uh, one of those mom-and-pop merchandise tents that you see all littered along the route to the racetrack. Mark says, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Go, go see if there's anything good over there. Walked into the tent. First of all, NASCAR does not know their audience. All these shirts in this mom-and-pop tent were large and below which means a fat kid like me is not going to get a shirt from these motherfuckers. Right, right. And once I got past the shirts and I start going to the hats, I look to my my 2 o'clock, and I see Trump 2024 flags and fuck Joe Biden flags and all this crazy, crazy right-wing bullshit. I said, Corey? Corey said, yes. I said, let's get Mark. 
Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Mark, I'm, I'm pretty sure I hear banjos playing in the you're background. Be, you're going to be hanging from a tree here. I see times. Mark come around the corner. I grab him by the arm. I'm like, Mark, let's just go over to the car. Let's check the beer. Let's make sure everything's cold. And, uh, oh, you don't want me to go over to the tent? Was there nothing over there? I'm like, Mark, there was about 7,000 Trump flags and shirts and let's go Brandon shit. He goes, oh, I'd have burned the motherfucker to the ground. <laughs> and I don't want him to catch a case in a state that he doesn't live in. You want to burn some Trump shit down here, Mark? That's fine. I love you to death. You know that. I... <laughs> could not believe it once we got in no not a lot of trump gimmicks but it reminded me how cool friendship is like when we would go to wrestling or when you and i would go to concerts and and ufc and ufc and uh boxing at foxwoods i mean just go and have a good time with your friends and this was a great time and then on the way here i got a text from a friend you want to hear some names herm this will this will blow your mind sure I i got a text from my friend katie who lives in texas and she says, hey, do you still uh, communicate with Jen? Won't say her last name because that'll blow it for you. I says, well, you know, not really. We talk every now and again. Happy birthday, Merry Christmas, all that bullshit. And she goes, oh, because I'm sitting here with Tony Harris and, uh, you know, we're shooting the shit. I'm like, wait a minute. You're sitting with Tony Harris? The Tony Harris, the most beautiful African-American woman I have ever laid eyes on. Yeah, I'm at Harkness. Wait, Katie, you're in town? Called him immediately. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> So how do I know Katie and Tony Harris? Well, 30 years ago or so, I, I can't be... He's can't, on it tonight. I, I can't be too sure. Good job, kid. Um, when I got out of the military, Mike and I would hang out, and we hung out in my old neighborhood, which consisted of Kevin and Nick. Uh-oh, Mike's, Mike's vein is popping because Nick caused us more shit than anyone in the world. Uh, Katie... Jennifer, Tori, a couple other people, myself, Mike were involved, my cousin Steve-O. And it was just, it was the summer of fun. And we had so much fun together. And Katie and I have kept in touch. Tony and I used to work together. It was just great to hear from them. And just, guys, if you have a friendship like that, much like Herm and I or Lynch and I or others, even the ones I've not known forever, like uh, Corey, like Zach, like the great Baldini, man, keep those people close. I don't even care if it's Pokey or The Undertaker or whomever. You get a good friend, don't fuck around. It's that simple. You end up with $12 cheeseburgers somewhere on the side of the road. <laughs> All you can eat. Yeah. <laughs> and you get a free bottle of beer with it. <laughs> yeah, I ate my $12, my $12 in cheeseburgers. What do I get next? You get a shirt that says, I bought a $12 cheeseburger. And I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> At a picnic. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we, we ended up leaving early on... Monday, we're going to stay, have lunch, you know, look around the town. Uh, Nope, heavy rainstorms and tornado warnings. We're like, fuck this, we're getting our asses home. I have never slept so hard in my life, which means I'm getting old. I'm coming coming up there with you. Oh, yeah. I I take my night-night pill, which isn't really a pill, it's an edible. I'm telling you, man, that is the... I live and die and swear by those for people who have um, sleeping issues. I take one about an hour before bed, and I am good. As soon as I lay, my head hits anything, I'm out. Um, I, I learned you really want to get some good sleep, go to NASCAR race, walk around all day. Oh, and the, it's 100 fucking degrees out there. It wasn't that bad because um, we got well, a— how, sm- how, we, close to, how close to the track were you? I couldn't tell by your pictures. We were 31 rows up. Oh, that's not too bad. We got to see everything. The higher you are at a race like that, um, the better it is. Yeah, that's kind of in the middle. Everything. That's kind of like dead center. Well, 40 rows up, you got to remember, it, it, it goes around like a half moon. Right. And the back stretch has nothing but the campsite. Right. Um, 
we were about three to four sections away from the start finish line, so we got to see as the cars oh, were coming. Oh, that's nice. That's a good view. Oh, so good. And that's uh, a nice racetrack too. Oh, it is, and it's a beautiful area. Beautiful people, except for the crazy New Trump Hampshire. supporters. Um, but yeah, it was really good, except for the pizza and the Trumpers. We had a great time. So uh, thank you again, Corey, Zach, uh, Baldini. Awesome. Anybody got a quick hit? Because this is this is the shit show from the get go, and. Uh, because my laptop is uh, MIA till tomorrow, yes. we got to fill time tonight. <laughs> we we got a lot we can talk about. I'm pretty sure. The world is still fucked up. You want to start? Yeah. I, and I sent this to you earlier. I can't wait for this one. Yeah. Oh, well, I got to get, <laughs> get my... Because hey, I got a lot to say about this one. My face won't be recognized. All right. Oh. Uh, Wait, your phone recognizes your face? Yes. I, I, I do not want to be inside that phone. Like, oh, fuck, he's back again. <laughs> yeah. Stop picking me up and looking at porn. <laughs> so, <laughs> troll through pay, uh, pay, Facebook. Easy for you me to You can't even speak English. No, it's been a rough day. Um, some guy posts, latest news. Vince Neal issues Nikki Six ultimatum. Quote, turn down your base or I'm quitting the stadium tour, pouty face. Quote. Oh, dear Christ. All right. So for the last 20 years, he's pretty much sucked. Can't sing anymore. And when he does sing, he sings half the lyrics. All right. I will, I will amend that. When you and I saw him going back at what, 2002, 2003? Give or take, yeah. It was a good show. He sounded decent. He was sober, too. Yeah, and he wasn't 500 pounds. That's a good point. Um. He could actually, you know, jump around the stage. Now he just kind of stands there like a fucking marshmallow with an olive on the top and just <laughs> gets all red in the face and sweats like a motherfucker. And it's not the same. You're not 24 years old anymore um, because you can't sing and, and, and belt it out like you used to 30 years ago. It's not that's not Nikki's fault that he's actually staying kind of in shape and can play his instrument well. And makes you look sound like look and sound like shit. I don't know. That's kind of a that's kind of a hey stupid in a in a in a quick hit all in one. All of these could be hey stupids and quick hits tonight. Uh, um, look, I saw a crew in with you in, yeah. in that time frame yeah. you mentioned. Saw them in '08 on the Saints of Los Angeles tour. Saw them again on their. I guess it was the the end. Yeah. Their their first foray into farewell. Yeah. By the time we reached 2008 and then again in 2016 when that farewell tour was going on, Vince was singing half the lyrics. He was doing that heavy metal thing where he would, you know, throw his fist in the air. He's got the microphone in his hand and he's expecting us to sing the lyrics for him. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you could have lowered the ticket prices if I knew I was doing half of your job. Yeah. It's not like Nikki gave everybody a bass and said, I'm taking this one off. You guys go. Well, it's like that video that went around years ago of him. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, ki the kickstart my, my heart that sounded like he had a mouthful of marshmallow. He probably did. Or something else. Anyway. Um, um I, don't, I don't. Oh. I, I'm just not. I'm not in tune with Vince making ultimatums, he's there for one reason and one reason only, as the rest of the band, is to make money and to give the fans what they want. Shut heard, up and sing. I've heard great reviews about Poison on that tour. I've heard great reviews about Def Leppard on that tour. And the dates that Joan Jett has made, I've heard great reviews. I have yet to hear someone give a stellar review of Motley Crue 
at this show. If you take him out of the equation and put somebody up who kind of sounds like him, I bet you'll be a killer show. You could get some dude from a bar band. Hell, there's a, a looks that kill is, is one well, here in New bands, England yeah. that could probably do Vince better than Vince does. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure at this point. And that's the, again, that goes back to, you know, big bands from our era. Like, um, look at Kiss, Peter Chris, Ace Frehley. Oh, the, the, you can't go out without us. The fans wouldn't accept it. I was just at the Kiss show, packed to the ass, asshole to elbow people. Nobody gave a shit no. that Peter Chris and Ace Frehley weren't there. Right. Because they're see, there to see Kiss. Exactly. And, and, and whatever Kiss, incarnation it is. Much like Motley Crue. They tried it in the 90s. It didn't work then because you kind of really changed the dynamic from fun, hard rock slash... Glam. Almost heavy metal band Glam. to Glam metal. grungy band with John Karabi. Well, with John Karabi, it kind of totally went grunge. Yeah. Yeah. Because Which, you, you, had, know, to, you had to fit hate, the singer. I didn't hate Generation Swine. I didn't think it's a horrible album. It was an album written for Karabi, sung by Neil, which kind of... Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's true. You know, I, I just... I don't know. But I still, to they, this they've day, always make been fun here. of that one song. and. Boom, I still don't know the lyrics to that fucking no, song. No, you got to get the liner notes. <laughs> oh, speaking of poison, the un, speaking of poison, the unrecognizable CC Deville. Wow, how, you want to talk about a fucking change? Coming bro. down from the mountain, man. He, yeah, he's two and a half times the size he's Dude ever been. Dude looks like Cletus's real dad, and he looks. I hate to say this, he actually looks good for him physically. Physically, yes, but that whole from the shoulders to the top. No, that's not CC. I, I thought it was a joke when I first saw it, wherever the fuck I saw it, and I was like, no, wait, wait a minute. They're, I watched the video from, Yeah, I watched the video from one of their last shows, and you see Brett running around, and I was like, okay, there's a bass. That's Bobby Doll. He's just got his head with a yeah. do-rag on. Yep. Ricky Rocket's always going to have the Karen hair since the big hair is yeah. now going out of style. And it looked like if Cletus and Zach Wilde had a baby yeah, was the guitar player, yeah, bro, look at that. You guys know, can't dude. see this. We'll share the, share that on the page and, and as a precursor. Holy fuck. What a change. And did you see originally, like the day before they went out, and he had the beard down to his belly button? I, that's the picture I saw. Fucking I like, Christ. Wow. Good for him. You know what? Good for him, though. Live he, your life. He, well, he finally, the, I, say, I say all of them in that band have kind of grown out of that party mentality. And they're Certainly actually hope take, so, they're yeah, because well, you know they're, they're, they're middle aged and need to start recognizing the signs of a stroke. No, but, we're middle aged; <laughs> they are progressed. <laughs> yeah, they're a little bit past <laughs> us. I mean, you got to think about it. Um, lead singer there is diabetic as fuck. Yep, he's been in and out of the hospital and comas for for a couple times over the last couple decades. Yes, you know it's just like all right, it's time to grow up and take it serious, and they actually take it very seriously now. It's more holy shit, that was a good show. And oh, they played a couple good tunes. No, that if you, I I would pay money to see Poison today. Yeah, I mean I don't know how many years ago it was. I went and saw Poison on this. Uh, I think they called it the Glam Slam Metal Jam. It was Poison. It was Rat. It was Dokken. Um, I went and pissed for a half hour during Enough's Enough because I don't ever need to hear Enough's Enough ever again. And Quiet Riot when they brought the original band back together before what's his nuts passed away. After. Uh, After the one, the one we all saw in the "Bang Your Head" video. Okay, that uh, Cavazzo, Sarzo, Debro, and Benali. Yeah. And now, since two of those four are dead, you can never do that again. No. But it was it was a great fucking time, and they all went out and they they nailed it. They played the hits, and that's all you need to hear. They th- every each band threw in like one 
here's one of our favorites. Right. And you just, okay, yeah, I can get past this. This is pretty cool. Can you play Talk Dirty to me now? You know? Yeah. <laughs> can you get to Unskinny Bop before I die? Mm, unskinny. They didn't come out pushing their new record. They just came out. They know what their audience is. And I think, going back to your point, Vince Neil forgets who the audience is. Yeah, we want to well, hear the hits. We want to see you, you know. His target audience is between 45 and 60. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and they really and they really don't care about a new album. No. No. They don't care. No, they Hardcores don't. Hardcores do. Absolutely. Yeah. Ozzy just put out a new record. I've yet to even think about listening to it because where's Crazy Train? Where's Ultimate Sin? Where's uh, No More Tears? Where's Perry Mason? I need that shit. Right. I don't need whatever the fucking patient zero or some bullshit. If he were to go on his, if he were to go on a farewell, where, farewell tour, he already tomorrow, did. Fuck him. He cost me two hundred dollars. I would go. I would, and y'all go by yourself. You can take Herm with you. I ain't going to see Ozzy ever again. I'm still pissed. Oh, he fucked up. He fucked over that farewell tour. Yep. Yeah, no more no. tours. Had yeah. the shirt. Everything. Two years later, new record, new tour. I burned the shirt. Yeah. Fuck you. And people are going to go, well, Chris, what about Kiss? That's different. That's in my DNA. Yeah. Y'all leave well, me alone. Well, it's all about, and it's kind of like how much of a fan you are. That's true. I, That's true. You grew up on Kiss. I grew up on Sabbath. Yeah. And Ozzy Osbourne. Because that's what my he, dad. That was what my dad had on constant repeat when he wanted to listen to metal. It was stuff like that. I didn't that. get into Sabbath until I was about 13, 14. No. Yeah, and, then, and then it was Sabbath, Ozzy, the whole... You know me. It's like the addictive personality. You, you hear one thing, you want to hear all of it. Right. And then all the records started sounding the same. It was like, listen to Fred fucking Durst. Yeah. I don't know what happened to Ozzy. I don't care. But uh, Vince Neil, stay in your lane, bro. Seriously. You are not an icon anymore. You are not someone that people are clamoring to see. That package tour is what it is. This is a warm bath of nostalgia for someone who paid 150 bucks to see one, two, three, four really good groups tour the world together. Unfucking believable. This guy lives in his own head. Yeah, he's in his own little planet. Oh, so um, you guys know every year that the NCAA has an award they give out to the best male and female athlete. Yep. Um, nominated for Woman of the Year, the former William Thomas, now known as Leah Thomas. Leah. William. I don't give a fuck what you call him. It's a him. This takes feminism back about 50 years. I remember growing up in the 70s. I'm not going to say the number because he'll hit the button. It depends which female you ask, though. And that's, that's that, the, that is, that's the crazy depends, thing. That it is depends true. which female you ask. That is the crazy thing. But we've heard, uh, what was that song they used to play when we were kids? Like on, um, it, was, it was during Saturday morning cartoons. It was a little girl. You know, she's swinging a baseball bat and hitting the ball, or she's shooting a basketball. She's doing this. Anything he can do, I, I can, can do, do better. better. I can do anything better than you if yeah. I try, if I try, if I try. <laughs> and that was that female empowerment. Now, a chick with a dick is going to be woman of the year, and we have to accept that. Or we're told we have to accept that. I don't have to accept shit. We don't have to like it. I, we, I'm a, we know it exists. <sighs> it is something that is, is probably going to, going to exist in our lifetime, and it's not... I gotta <clears throat> find out the person's I, name. I put Give that kind of. I put that kind of. Yeah, it's re, it's ridiculous. Okay, 
Let's just call yeah, it what it, it is. It, it is, but I don't, I don't put in, that much weight into it. Um, Neither do I. That, that um, was my point. Who did we just have last year for Woman of the Year? And who did we have? Uh, what was it? And what was the we had uh, Caitlyn Jenner yeah. as Woman of the Year? That was a couple year. years ago, and that caught um, a lot of shit. Caught a lot of shit, but really, what did it amount to? Nothing. Nothing. What did it mean? Nothing. Nothing. It didn't nope. change my life. No, it doesn't change my life. And I guess maybe. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it one step backward. The person that is recognized as the first eight, oh, first four-star officer female in the United States Navy, I think it is. Let yeah. me let me get this real quick. Uh, Admiral, okay, wow, is a person. You see where I'm going with this, yep. right? Dr. Rachel Levine, mm-hmm. who is currently the uh, oh some sort of assistant secretary for health, recognized as the first woman to hold this position. Problem: born with a dick. Why are we... <sighs> look? I think I I feel. Let me just throw this in here. Go we, ahead, we, please. <clears throat> a lot of us in in society have just kind of thrown our hands up and said. Fuck it, whatever. They can call themselves whatever they want. They can nominate themselves or be get the accolades and awards as whatever they want to identify as. People just don't care anymore. And, and that's the majority of the people that read that. They're just like, huh, that's, that's But odd. when you're and, recognized and as the first female anything and you're not a female that takes this whole fight for rights and equality and all of that backward well like mike said it depends on who you ask that's a good point too. it depends on which female you ask i mean i agree with your point about the equality and um knocking it back a few pegs you fought for years to be equal with us and now somebody else is taking the spot the spotlight away from the actual women Maybe there's maybe the competition wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? Especially with <laughs> especially with the swimmer. Who knows? We'll never know because he kicked the shit out of the competition. I'm just saying. You I know. know. You, you, you know, it's like putting. I, I said it's it, like putting triple A ball against major league and being surprised that the triple A ball sucked. But on any given day, that triple A team could beat the major league it, team. It, right, but your expectation. Is already low, and it, and it, you, you're, you'd be amazed if they won. No, I've told my kid since she was born, you can be, you could be, if timing goes your way, the first female president of the United States. Anybody? I said any this. I, I said this about Caitlyn Jenner when this happened, and Caitlyn Jenner won Vogue or GQ or some Woman of the Year. Uh, the ESPYS, the fucking ESPYS gave. Caitlyn Jenner, Woman of the Year. And I said it then. I know life was different. Uh, Dr. Levine, that's where I'm going to leave it. Dr. Levine is 64 years old, grew up in a different time, not too far behind us, 64 years old. Yes, okay, you were married for 25 years, you did this. I get it. Everybody feels differently and they do things differently, but that is not the first woman anything at all. And I'm bent out of shape about that as I am with the Leah Thomas thing. Be, oh, 
and I'll go into my second point after because I I, I really because I know the dissenting opinions coming from my right, so I'm going to uh... no there no there, no there actually isn't there actually isn't but but the thing is that if if they're not going to cry and scream and complain about it, why should we? You if know. I were female, biologically, if I were a feminist, which there are good feminists yeah, and bad feminists. We, we've already discussed this. They can't Where are they? They can't organize and get themselves together. That's a good point. Women cannot organize themselves. They say they can, and they they yell and they scream. You guys are both married. But, I've been married really before. They, dude, I, I said this to my wife, and she fucking shook her head. Women cannot organize themselves Without being catty. It uh-huh. just doesn't work. Of course. You can't do it. Everybody wants to be the head and nobody wants to be the body of the movement. And right. The, and yeah, and it, it's just too catty. Women cannot organize themselves. The, the, like like a plan of war, women don't do well with it. No. They don't do well together. All Look, you're all fighting the same fucking thing, but you've got too many side issues to deal with. Look, if, and, and, look m- men have been warriors for a long time. Um, what, what's the common goal? We're gonna kill all those people that are that we don't like. Okay, let's do it. Right. We don't care who we are. We're all together in that in that role. Right. Women, that, and that's that's literally the issue that you've seen with Roe v. Wade and what the stall was on the abortion thing mm-hmm. and why it never proceeded. They cannot organize. They couldn't organize themselves well enough to make fucking Roe v. Wade actually turn. The first time, right. That well to codify right. it into law, which um, right, yeah. like they, 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 they do not get together and make a movement well. It just doesn't. They don't work well together. Well, I like I liken it to <clears throat> when I worked the, at the casino. My boss always said, "If you come to me with a a, a problem, complaint, a bitch, or gripe, you would better have." A viable solution, back to back it up, and that's the problem. Is they 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 talk and talk and talk, but they don't discuss. There's a difference between talking and discussing. Discussing is actually throwing things out there, intelligent, and having an intelligent conversation it, it, about it, all it, sides it, of the coin. Right, it's it's a give and take, and, and it it's it's m- mentally stimulating. It's intellectual. There's actual content to it. What I'm doing right now is just talking. Yeah, I'm I'm not the only one really here talking at, at, in this moment. Right. And you guys are just listening. Right. And that's the problem. Everybody can listen, but nobody wants to be the mouthpiece or be the strong person to make, make push that movement forward as much as the, you two had just made that point. You can't rest on your laurels. You rested on your laurels for 50 years. Look what it got you. It got you what you didn't want. So stand up. No matter who, I'm not just saying this for, for women. I'm saying this for everybody. You, you're, if you're passionate about enough about something, stand the fuck up and, and speak. Don't don't worry about people not liking your opinion or not liking you. You're not here to make friends. You're here to get get a job done. And that's what I used to tell the, the people that worked under me, my subordinates at work. We're not all here to be saying kumbaya and hold hands and go skipping down the hall and go get a beer after work. You can hate each other as much as you fucking want in this room, but the, when it, you walk in this room... Your differences are put aside, and it's professional. Oh, absolutely, and there and are, you just do the job, right? And there are times when we'd all leave. I, I worked there during the period that you worked there. You you doubled my time there. Yeah, and you can be pissed off, and the plan is to go over to David's 
cafe after work and you have a beer and somebody walks over and goes, you know, you really pissed me off tonight. Tell me what pissed you off. Oh, okay, let me work on that, or you work on this, and let's have this discussion. I'll tell you what I saw. You tell me what you thought, and we move along. And that's how I handle situations. That's a discussion. That's how I handle situations. That's the kind of supervisor I was. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I'm not going to dictate your actions through the day. You're well-trained enough to do the job without without me standing over your shoulder. Mm -hmm. But as soon as I see the boat going in the wrong direction, that's when I stand up and point it in the right direction. And, and get it, get to the ultimate goal, which is getting the job done. And getting the job done if, with this with this whole Roe v. Wade thing, they failed to get the job done. They failed to get it done the first time, and then we're just going to flounder here for an X, X amount of years. And it's just it, it's just going to be a contentious battle now that the states are states are quickly making it illegal. And then there's modifications to what's illegal and what's not. Just sure. And then it the next the- election cycle, if you want, if somebody comes up, and I said this weeks ago, and I say this to everybody who bitches about this, when the next election cycle comes, and you and you live in a Texas, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Arizona, and soon to join the fray, Arkansas, you wait for someone to go. This is what I want to do. This is my platform. I want to give this back to you, the people. That's who you go out and vote for. Stop it. Stop drawing at party lines because there are a lot of there are a lot of conservatives. I don't want to let me take that word off the record. A lot of Republicans. If you read a lot of these newspapers that are pro-choice to a certain extent, a certain limit, which to me is fine. To others, not so much. There are certain Democrats that are like good. This is one less thing I have to worry about. And they're just sh- sweeping it under the table. Find the person that meets your criteria. Fuck party lines. I've voted for Democrats in the past, and I was a Democrat back in the day. I've voted for Republicans. I have voted for independents. I've voted all across. The little letter next to your name doesn't define who you are to me. What are your platforms? What, what do you believe in? Right. And 90% of the time... They all go rogue, and they get the office, and they just fuck it up for everybody. Well, they, we all know that the party system is a broken system. It all, of course. It has been for many, many, many years, and it's used to convey kind of like this, this blank. They make, Republicans make a blanket statement. If you're a Republican, you have to believe this, and the Democrats do the same thing. You have to, you, if you are a Democrat, you have to have this ideology. Fuck you. I can think however I want. Mm-hmm. I can go with whoever I want. I've crossed party lines several times. Several times. I was registered independent for years, but then I'm like, no, I want to keep voting in the fucking primaries. So I picked, I just pinned the tail on a donkey and then landed on one. But like you said, Chris, it's not, I, I want to vote for the people that are looking out for my best interest, who I perceive to be looking for my best interest. Mm-hmm. You know politics. It's, they say oh, yeah. one thing, talk out of the side of their mouth, say one thing, do another. But I don't know. I I would like to throw my hat in the ring for Woman of the Year next year. <laughs> I, I'm just throwing that out there. And don't do any changes. No. Keep the beard. Uh-huh. Keep your goatee. Yeah. You know, don't modify your body. Can I still wear a hat? You can wear a hat. Okay. No lipstick, no makeup, no nothing. Nope. I just, I, you know what? I think it's time. Equality being what it is. Yes, this is the part where I'm looking for a quality of outcome now. Um. I, I just want to be woman of the year next year. So uh, everybody get on that and uh, vote for me. And that's all, all I've right. got to say about that. Yeah. All right. I yeah. mean, Herm, you've known me a long time. Yeah. You, th- you think I'd make a good woman of the year? Fuck it. Give it a shot. Well, I mean, well, you could know. it hurt? 
It couldn't. Couldn't hurt anything. You know, as of right now, I don't even want to use that non-binary gimmick. I'm just a being floating through space. I'm an apparition. I'm a ghost. I can't be a cat lady like that one in the video I showed earlier. Oh, but my God. I can, I can be whatever I want to be, God damn it. Meow, meow. And here we go. You got anything for us, Herm? I got nothing this week. Oh, my man. Mike looks He's tired. He's tired as fuck, guys. I can tell. Um, it's the truth. We're going right. to try to breeze through this as quickly as possible. You got another quick hit? Uh, I do, but I'll, let me, let, I'll concede to you for right now. You didn't want to do that because... For whatever reason, all my stories blend into each other this week. That's how many of these stories came out this week. Uh, let me read this to you. Yeah, see, Herm knows. Let me explain. The woke culture is starting to affect science. Anthropology can be defined as the study of humanity using applications of biology, cultural studies, archaeology, ling linguistics, and other social scientists. Uh -huh. Using different methods, anthropologists provide a deeper analysis of the human remains and sketch a possible history of humans. Can we all agree on that? Mm -hmm. yeah. When archaeologists find a human body, the remains, their first aim is to determine several traits, including age, race, and gender. Keep that in mind. It helps in creating a proper map of history. However, the woke culture that is gripping the education system at an unprecedented pace is now questioning the gender-assigning techniques used by archaeologists. <laughs> Last week, Canadian master's degree candidate Emma Palladino wrote a Twitter thread on the matter that sparked controversy. She is pursuing an advanced degree in archaeology. That means it is possible that in the near future, she'll be working on archaeological projects and her findings, in quotation marks, may find their way into the history books forever. Notably, she locked her profile and her thread started gaining traction on social media. Um, long story short. I'm not reading this whole fucking article. It's pissed me off already. There's a movement, and there are a lot of archaeologists, ar thank you, who are backing this up, saying, from now on, when you dig up a body and you see that the structure is male or female, you should not assign gender to that body until you look deeper into that person's history. All right, so... First Basically pissing but, on billions of years it, of mammalian history. But, it, but <laughs> I knew this was. It hard. hurts. It hurts my head. But it. Go ahead. I know you're tired, but you can do this. But. <laughs> but they're. But they're dead. dead. <laughs> it's not like you can fucking interview them. And it's not. And they're, yeah. And it's not <laughs> like you know they just died. You know yesterday, and all their friends are standing around like, "Yo, Bob's dead." Remember that time Bob did that shit? Yeah. No. It's, it's people, the they, they, they've been dead for a thousand years. Remember the time that Bob Who was born and he was a boy? Who the fuck are we supposed to question to check into their, their how they live? What the? This was, this was what brought up. What the fuck? This, this was brought up in a, in, a, in a radio show I was listening to today on NPR. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, this was really insightful. Radio, I, I, radio free five minutes. Radio free five minutes. No, this was good because I, I, I somebody said, you got to turn on NPR. I'm like, why would I turn on NPR? Trust me, turn on NPR. So I turn on NPR. I was glued for at least the next 15 minutes. What these people are saying is even if you dig someone up right now from the 1600s, 
you have to go back through the family tree and this and that. And maybe if there are pictures or paintings or something. Yeah, I know. Mike, go ahead. This is what this idiot archaeologist said on the show. Well, we have to go back and find pictures. There were no pictures in the 1600s. There was no pictures in the 1600s. That you have to find out the way they dressed and how they feel and how they identified. Look, no. Listen, I'm going to say this once. And I'm going to say it for all you folks sitting in the back. This whole identity thing started about 12 minutes ago. In, he, in, the, in, the, fine, in the scope of history. Fine. Then the same people have to show me where Jesus was white. He wasn't. Because he wasn't. He was a Middle Eastern man. I know born this. in Israel. I know this. And I'm a Christian. I know this. I know I know Mesopotamia. I know, I know. where shit happened. See, you understand? I understand, but just what... I got it. I got it. I got it. I'll tell you Jesus wasn't one you know white man. You know what? Oh, shit. It, look. Look at this. It's great, 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 great Uncle George. He was born in 1582. Look, there's a Polaroid right here. <laughs> it's in his pocket. <laughs> it's in his pocket with his wallet and his ID. He wrote a letter and put it in his pocket. It's a Polaroid. It's, it's the clothes are gone. The skin is gone. The Wait, organs are gone. Pro- that proves time travel. But there's a Polaroid. Yeah. He has a Polaroid. All right, listen. Um, Derek the Undertaker said it. We've heard it um, on different shows. We learned this. This is simple science and biology. What people are trying to do right now to fit their ideology, and that's what it is. It's an ideology. Where does an ideology start? In your fucking head. It's got the word idea in it. Exactly. Just use your brain for a minute. Exactly. If you want to take a scope of like all of history from the time the earth was young and the crust was warm till today, this gender ideology bullshit started about 15 minutes ago, and if you want to dig deeper, it started with John Money in the 50s. So let's get past the mumbo-jumbo bullshit. If you're born male, I don't care how you live your life, I don't care how you identify, your bones are going to tell people that's a male. I don't think if you dig up great, 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 how many greats did you how use? about 17. 17, okay, my 17 great grandfather, uh, Joseph Kiss Sr., um, Back in 1521, and you dig up his bones like, well, that was a man. But wait, how did he? But he liked to wear dresses. How did he identify? That that identification is bullshit. Knock it off. It is in your head. Well, first, we're we're trying to erase history. Uh Oh, all of it. And now, because of this ideology, we're trying to alter we're trying to alter people's gender that they dig up out of the ground. Like, look, oh, oh, I Right here in Montville and in the surrounding areas where they, where Mohegan tribe has actual archaeology department, <coughs> mm-hmm. find shit all the time. Yeah. And guess what? They don't ask whether they identified as a male or female. Of course not. They just said, well, died around 1800. Looks Skeleton like a dude. of a man, it's a man. Looks like a dude. Case closed. Yeah. There's no, there's no, no discussion beyond that. And for <laughs> thousands of years... Because we've been archaeology is not a new thing. No, as each as each level of human died and and went through you know Neanderthal to this to this the Cro-Mags, the next civilization dug up their bones. They would find them by accident, mm-hmm. usually making up making a shelter. Oh, and they were ooh, me find bone, me keep bone, me make bone a weapon. I mean, they they would repurpose this stuff. Mm -hmm. And then you flash forward to turn of the century, 1900s, 
it gets more it's a, more of an involved science. Mm-hmm. And, and with the and with and the that, that goes to the the that and it pushes the buttons to the people who don't be, believe in in uh, uh-huh. evolution and go into creationism. The world's only five thousand years old, and that's it. No, don't everything get me else started is started on the fucking flat earthers. Everything else is made up. I've behaved myself so much. Nah, I, flat Earth is like soft sit now. <laughs> because because gender ideology took over. Well, so it's like the well, like like the Karen thing. It's a thing of the past. Yep. <clears throat> I still watch them because I think they're. I just call them bitches. I love watching soft. You can sit. be a, a you can be a woman, and all right, no, I'm drawing lines now. You can be a woman and be angry and see the manager and all that stuff, but when you go overboard, I, I don't even like to use the term Karen. You're just a bitch or a cunt. <laughs> yeah, that too. Look, what people are trying to do is erase billions of years of mammalian history. And I said it goofingly uh, a couple weeks ago. I wonder if the seals think this way, or I wonder if giraffes think this way, or I wonder if polar you know, bear. dolphins or polar bears think this way. We have this unique thing as humans where we have individual thought and these processes that allow us to do what we want to do and live the way we want to live. And that's fine and dandy. It doesn't change who you are, right? And and we as mammals, and just like every other mammal on the on the planet, have evolved. Yeah, we don't need our appendix. It's just there. Yeah, our gallbladder, we can live without it, because you see, our bi- bodies and biology changes over the course of hundreds of thousands of years. We it depends on your diet. Cavemen, they're eating a lot of stuff. Paleo, my man. They, they were eating a lot of shit with like rocks and dirt and don't get me started all on that, all that shit. Don't get me so started on the vegan your, people right now. You needed your appendix and your gallbladder to process that food. Time you, goes. You want to you want to see Mike smile? Time goes on. Oh, yeah, 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 Watch yeah. this. You know, I, I realized how delicious vegan food could be when you add meat and cheese to it. It's fucking delicious. It's so, <laughs> I saw it's that. so good when you do. That. I saw that the other day. I just smiled. I did Vegan think, food is awesome when you I, add meat and cheese. It's exactly. fucking amazing. I did amazing. think of him as well. I'm glad. Look, uh, uh, in in mammalian history, that includes right now to all the people. Th- look, what you're what you're thinking, what you're wanting us, what you want the world to just openly go. Yeah, we agree with this. This is in your mind. I'm not saying it's an illness. I'm saying it's psychological. In mammalian history, you have the male who impregnates and the female who gets pregnant and produces the children. You want to you want to be a female? Cool. Produce a kid. Going to be a female? Show me your ovaries or a, a, at least an x-ray of your ovaries. Produce milk. That's what a female does in all of mammalian history. You're not changing the world. You're showing the world how stupid you've become. And again, I know people that are living their life as the other Gender, if you will. Live your life. Cool. Rock and roll. But now you're trying to take away history. So my grandfather died. Uh, you were the, Well, you weren't there in the room, Mike, but uh, 1994? Mm-hmm. Right around the same If they time. dug him up today, granted, all that stuff will be gone. Maybe the suit still remains. They can look at just here. Here's a skeleton. Look at it. That was a man. That was a dude. A male. Who had who 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 impregnated a woman and made children and had grandchildren? This is a male. I know how he lived his life because I was there, but I could go to uh, I can't remember. Uh, da, 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 I can't remember. Was it a uh, 
real controversial too. At Three Rivers, there was a cross-dressing slash trans-slash-professor. Yes. Caused a lot of havoc so you say, in the 90s. You say that. I was in, I was at school at Three Rivers during okay. that whole thing. During that whole thing. Yeah. Caused a lot of havoc. But and if I, they dig that professor up 100 years from now, still a man. Sorry, live your life the way you want, but don't. we don't all have to play your game. And I was in the student council at the time. So we would hear complaints from students. I don't want that thing teaching me. No, that's not a thing. That's a person. It's a person. You don't have to agree with their choice, but he's an educated per. He or she is an educated person. Right. That particular that particular personal preference of that uh, of that of, student of that part of their lifestyle has no bearing on whether somebody is qualified to teach what they're qualified to teach. What was the movie? Uh, Kevin Costner, bunch of black ladies uh, about going in space. What the hell is the name of the movie? They keep playing. Oh, uh, that was uh, the, the something the, numbers, the lucky number, numbers, numbers lots of numbers. Yeah, fuck, I'm gonna H- look it hidden up. Figures. Hidden, hidden, hidden figures. Hidden Thank figures. Thank you. Herm for the win. It's like the, the, there's a scene that you keep, it's all over Facebook. Once in a while, it'll pop up, you know, through their videos, where Kevin Costner takes a sledgehammer and smashes the white restroom sign down mm-hmm. because he he turned to this. Black woman. Oh, because she and had to go three buildings over to just over, to pee. Yeah, right. To take to a shit. Like, to the other side of the campus to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And so he picked up his hammer, and, and his sledgehammer, and he knocked the fucking sign down. Just because you're black doesn't mean you're not smart. Just exactly. because you're Just because you dress in a different way doesn't mean you're and not smart. And as far as we come, we're regressing now. That's my well, opinion. Well, that, that was... At, I don't know if that's historically accurate, but that those people existed. Something like that happened. Those, I, don't, I don't know if it was quite at NASA, but... No, it was. Those, no, I'm saying historically. I don't know if I'm that just saying was that event, accurate, but yes. That event, as in some sort of form, actually happened. Because they, he recognized, this person recognized, that there's some really smart black women here who are actually saving our asses. Doesn't matter. You, be a, you can identify as a fish. If you're teaching me something and I learn, all right, you're 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 doing doing your job, and I'm I'm getting educated. My th- my th- oh. again, I'm with okay. you on that one on okay. the educator. Yes. Okay. Okay. You can be a fish. <laughs> all right. What about the cat lady? No, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You can be anything you want to be. If I started walking around and started being a pony, and I'm I'm a I'm a pony. Just hearing and, you say that makes me smile. Right, and I'm my, a pony. I'm a pony. And, you know, I put a, <laughs> I put a butt plug in with a if tail If you guys on knew it. what Herm looked like to all hear right. him say all nicely, I'm, I'm a pony. Look, I'm a pony. <laughs> um, my all right, pony. so if I, you know what I mean? Like, if I started walking around and, look, I'm a pony, I'm a pony, then um, oh, people wouldn't just be like, oh, sorry, it's, it's, it just thinks he's a horse. It's okay. Nowadays, yes. Uh, but, th- th- but even still, no. Even that probably wouldn't be allowed. But but my point is that it's that's not the case, dude. It, it just because you you if people do that, we there's a reason we have mental health facilities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and it's not just because of opioids. Yeah. Well, when you when you all right when just, you stretch it to that to that. Uh, like you but really that's the thing is, look, I'm a man yeah, and I think I'm a woman. How big is it to stretch that I'm a man and now I'm a pony? Right. 
You're, you're, you're Why is what? that such a big fucking stretch? Could, Why is it such a stretch that all of a sudden I think I'm Superman? What if? <laughs> uh, well, I'd love to see you fly out that just window. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> if, if, hey, hey if, if I believe it and I jump, I'm okay. That's okay. Clark Dent. But, but Clark, then, Dent. But Clark then, Dent. But then I'm 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 a danger to myself and to other people. Mm-hmm. So why are these? And and I'll say it. I think it's an illness. Why are these crazy motherfuckers not a danger to anybody and not to society as a whole? Well, this will go to the video I shared with you guys, and I'll start with you, Herm. You watched the video today that I sent? No, no, I, okay. I've been very busy. I'm just gonna. I can see your hands, <laughs> dude. If you can see his hands, he's been cooking his ass off. It's got black ash, and he identifies as black, so why I not? I had, I'm fully black All right, Herm, you watched the crazy cat lady video. I identify as a cat, and here's the way I meow to my fellow cat people. Like the adult baby diaper shit I sent you uh, four or five days ago, too. I'm going to go with Herm on this with the mental illness thing. Wait, but they're not kinks. This is not sexual. I'm just a 27-year-old woman who likes to get in a fucking diaper. Right, 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 right. This isn't like kink. I like to put on a dress and 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 and, and have sex in it. This isn't. A, a, we're not talking about a form of kink. We're talking. We're we're talking literally about what what. Under another circumstance of you thinking I'm a pony, or I'm a raccoon, you. Everybody thinks you're nuts. Yeah, but except I, those that hold your truth remember i said your truth right except for the other crazy to people be out real. there who think they're a pony too oh all right lynch bronies you saw the video today yep. yes i did i want to hear what you had to say because i didn't get any reaction i'm like did i piss somebody off no <laughs> the cat lady video no i remember i was i was working so i so was i i see you know. it Mm-hmm. And I gotta be honest with you, I laughed my fucking ass off. And then I went, "What in the fuck did I just watch?" I mean, <clears throat> that's where you, where you, I draw the line of, you really want people to take you seriously, and you're acting like this. So you're acting like a three-year-old, four-year-old. You know, three-year-olds do that. I have they, a they niece use... that's about to turn five, who every now and again will crawl around the floor, and say, "I'm a cat." No, you're not. You're you're a kid. No, I'm a cat. Okay, you're it, four, about to be five. That's fun. If my 17-year-old niece crawled across the floor, I'd put a boot in her ass until you get your fat ass up off the ground. It's cute until you're, yeah, it's cute to a point. You yes. know, when they're six or, up till six or seven years well, old, Chris, whatever. when we were kids, Where we you draw the line? Super, like Mike said, Superman or Batman. Evil or, can evil. There Dude, you go. Dude, you want to role play that shit in the bedroom? Have fun all night. I'll wear the rubber long. Batman mask if you ask yeah. me to, darling. I don't but care. But you walk around the streets claiming that shit or thinking and saying that shit. You're not stable. I just came up with a new gender, and I'm gonna start it tomorrow. Batmanian. <laughs> I'm gonna wear a mask. <laughs> I'm gonna talk like this, <sighs> and I'm gonna be Batman for the rest of my life. Yeah, uh, I want to be a cat, and I'm going to take a random shit at the first beach I see and bury okay, it. Okay, stop, because there are schools. Oh, I'll, I'll find that story. I'll send it to you. I'm not going to waste it here, but that they have to affirm when that child says, I identify as a cat, that they have to affirm it. That's our <sighs> society, kids. Well, I, I, on this topic, I heard it quickly in the news the other night that a child, I want to say around seven, eight years old, made a statement. I, I wish I knew the details. Made a statement, and the teacher took it upon themselves 
to affirm that statement, not contact the parents. Mm -hmm. Flash forward a couple months later, when this subject comes up again, the, the parents are like, why the fuck weren't we told? Why weren't we told that you, a professional educator, had this personal discussion with my child? Mm -hmm. It's not your job. Your job no. is to educate. And the first rule, rule of thumb, if a kid comes to me and I'm a teacher at seven or eight years old, something a little bit weird, I'm going to make a note and contact the parents. Well, here, let me ask you a couple dumb questions because I had this discussion with... Uh, no such thing as a dumb question. Luck luckily, we're still friends, but... Um, <laughs> Can an eight-year-old drive a car? He can. No. Not legally. Okay, why can't an eight-year-old drive a car? Uh, not of the age. That too, but uh, physically and mentally, I would say, unprepared. Uh, uh, it actually, there are some it that are. It, it, has, it has more to do with the ability to um, uh, 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 analytical thinking in situations. Mm, okay, good. I, I like where you're going. Um, spatial, uh, spatial, spatial relations. Spatial awareness as, as well as being able to uh, be, uh, being better at judging speed and distance. Okay. There's a lot of like perception I like where you're going. I like that's this. where it's not not that like not the not the gross motor skills. I mean, a, any eight year old can drive for hours on a video game, and, and the, the, it's kind of the same. I've been beaten in NASCAR by it's, an eight year old, right? You know what I mean? And that's, they damn near died. And, and that's all hand eye coordination, which is a lot of driving. It's that I think a lot of it has to do with that perception ability of okay. what's going on. Great answer. Um, why can't eight year olds vote? Again. Mentally not prepared for to make that kind of choice. I think. Right, right. Again, they don't understand the process. Right. They don't. They. They're not. They're not. I don't think they're capable of. Uh, most eight-year-olds mm -hmm. are not capable of, of grasping. There's always exceptions to the rule. Well, and, yeah. And, and I you, mean, you, you, by saying most, you kind of open that door, which is cool. I mean, I'm I, glad. I mean, I mean, there's got to be some. I mean, there's got to be some special fucking kids. Eight, nine, ten. I mean, you see them once in a while. And there's, you know, there's a, n a nine-year-old kid who's, like, discussing politics because oh, yeah. it's his thing. But I'm not saying that the kids can't, but and as a general rule, um, I don't think they have the, the thinkability to process everything that goes on with politics. Okay, cool. Um, why can't an eight-year-old join the military? All the same reasons, man. Okay. Then why are we allowing eight-year-olds, before they hit puberty and their bodies start to change, determine what their fucking gender is? Well, because, and, and, and I'm not... I'm, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not for this at all. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I don't agree with this at all. Um, and, if, and if only for the reason to break it down, it literally becomes the choice of being a boy or a girl. That's literally the comprehension of at the decision. At that age. At that age, yes. at that age, at eight, it's literally, do you want to be a boy or a girl? And if you're going to break it down to that easy, which is how they will break it down to the child, and that's how they'll put it forward, that, unfortunately, given that context, is a manner of thinking that a okay. eight-year-old could, could, could could comprehend you're a boy or a girl they don't have to get into the semantics of the like politics are right. you a republican or wait what did you just say the science of it okay the science right, 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 the right. other you, word i'll get to that in a minute right but i think if you're going to break it down can they make that decision am i a boy or a girl nice shot my man thank yeah. you that i think within that context as i framed it that decision is it, do, do you want chocolate or vanilla? 
is the almost the exact same. No, yeah, boy or girl, chocolate, you want vanilla. chocolate or vanilla. Yeah, and, and okay, it's, so it's that easy. Now, no, I'm with you. I, 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 I'm totally against it, dude. Same. I am totally. To- now, but only if they frame it that way can you can you get a. Maybe I would could agree with you on where you're coming from. Right, but and if as soon as you go any deeper with that. All bets are off because I don't think the eight-year-old gets any of that. No, shit. and and the point that I'm trying to make is before you hit puberty, and don't talk about the puberty blockers. We've already talked about Lupron. No bueno. Yeah, no, 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 um, no, all of that shit. Horrible. Once you hit puberty and you're learning who you are, not only mentally, physically, and sexually, that's when that decision, in my opinion, and in the opinion of many doctors around the country, should be made. And again, it goes back to mental. An eight-year-old doesn't know from day to day. One day, Jimmy's their best friend. And the next day, Johnny's their best friend. Or if you're a girl, this day, you know, Susie's my best friend, but I like Mary better the next day. Or Jennifer is my best friend this day. And you may make a lifelong friend out of Jennifer. You may not. An eight-year-old does not have the <laughs> mental or the physical capacity to make these decisions. Using the, using the puberty blockers is like, you know that's not the kid's choice. No, you that's know that because you know that's, a kid can't walk into someone, a doctor and go, "Can I get some Lupron, please?" Someone other than that child is making that decision, mm-hmm. and I equate it to it's like putting three condoms on somebody who can't get pregnant. Yeah, you're really sense. you're really just wasting time. You made the your pleasure may be good, but the end result. If you got to wear three rubbers, that pleasure ain't happening. I'm just saying it, it's an exaggerated exa- example. No, I but, got you. I know chicks like but, that. <laughs> You get a disease or something for your troubles. Yeah. It's a parting gift. Don't worry about it. It's free. It's like losing on Jeopardy. You get a parting gift. The Spiegel catalog back in the day. (laughs) Oh, what was that little? Finger hut. Finger butt, yeah. Finger butt. Finger hut. No, I I just can't wrap my head around that. Like Bozo said, there's almost winners. Yeah. That's where it all started. I blame Bozo. You have winners and you have almost almost winners. winners. Bozo T. Clown. The winner got the big prize. The Willard lo- Scott. The almost winner got Crazy Foam. Yeah. Right. You remember Crazy Foam? I yes. do. All right. Ping moving, pong balls. Moving right along. That, that was uh, that was Captain Kangaroo yeah. and Moose. Yep. Um, I got another one, too. Okay. I, I, Actually, I have two. You want to go first? Sure. Please do. All right. So This some, one's heavy. Something happened in Indiana the other day. Oh, yes. Yep. Uh, young gentleman walked into a mall. Two rifles, a Glock, and over 100 rounds of ammunition. Mm-hmm. A 20-year-old man, he, the 20-year-old man, Douglas Sapirman, used only his AR in the shooting. About 24 rounds he shot off. Shot and killed by a bystander. Yep. Legally obtained weapon and stopped the potential death or harm to hundreds of people. Good on him. Tell me that isn't the process working the right way. It is. It's fantastic. And it goes to show, it's, it's one of those stories that if you didn't hunt for it or you weren't looking, you know, I'm sure your news, much like my news, get a little bit of everything. Right. Whereas if you were like anti-gun nut, all you saw was, dude walks into Indiana Mall and shoots four people. You wouldn't see the rest of that story. That this bystander... Concealed carry, legal, law-abiding citizen took this guy down and should get a 
fucking statue put up of him in the town square. But he's being very low-key. He doesn't want to come out in public. He's just like... I understand that. I, I did what I had to do. And I, I, being... <coughs> excuse me. Putting myself in that position, thinking... I was thinking about this today at work. <coughs> I would probably do the same thing. Because the backlash that you would succumb to... Is it's just not worth the aggravation. Oh, in today's you, day and age, yeah, you the, would, the you doxing would be, and the harassing. You and would be, you would have death threats. You would be have people burning shit in your front yard. You would be doxing people, hunting you down, and calling you a piece of shit for taking another life. Where it's okay for this kid to kill a couple people. Well, the system failed that kid, don't you know? Oh yeah, the system. Don't the system, you know? The system, the system, the system. The system, my dick. The system only fails. You're raised without discipline. You're raised without the system morals. Only, the system only fails if you're put in the system and it doesn't work. These people aren't in the system. These people just sprout up like fucking mushrooms overnight. Look, I, I know for a fact I can look around this table and say we all fractured a law or two in our time. Oh, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. None of us, to my knowledge, have walked into a public place with a gun because we were taught respect for the weapon and shot up a bunch of people willy-nilly because we wanted attention or because we were mentally ill or any of that. It was a great post I saw years ago when this whole, you know, rep- People who want the Second Amendment repealed. It was a great post about a guy, concealed carry, keeps it in his back. Yeah, that's fine. It's the 14th that allows us to do what we do. Right, right, right. right. Go ahead, repeal the Second. He he says, you'll never know I'm there. You're safer with me standing here. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I don't carry for me, but I do carry for me. But if someone walked through that door and that gun points in our direction, you little old lady in front of me, or you, mother of three, or you are now that much safer because I'm here. Having a law-abiding citizen, a legal carry person, without mental illness, without some sort of mommy or daddy issues, without, without the lack of moral fiber that all of these shooters have, that guy's a goddamn hero. Yeah, and I, I agree. And I, it, I, it would be shameful if he did come forward. If that were my and, kid. And he were to go through all that. Oh, cause. absolutely. And if that were my kid, I'd be <coughs> ridiculously proud I, that he stopped it. The, the most you know about him is he's 22 years old. I would venture to say, and this is me personally, mm-hmm. he's, he's not a hero. But he saved lives. Not, no, yep, but he's not a hero. That was a citizen. That was a citizen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think would you, we, would you I, prefer the like the Uvalde no, show up and do nothing for no, an hour? Oh, no, 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 absolutely. All right. No, 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 Just no, making no. sure oh, we're on I, the same page. I, no, no, I think we have a tendency to use the word hero a lot. And, and I, I'm not saying e- either of you. No, but no, I, think I got as where a you're society, going. I got where we have going. a tendency to, um, you know, he built the best Lego statue he's no that a, guy's not a hero he's a hero we use it for everything and that was that was a citizen mm-hmm. that was uh and, and legal in every way responsible in every way that was exactly the way that when you think of poster child and poster child situation for all of those those for the second amendment and the 14th amendment and the right to bear and all of that that situation is kind of like the is 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 the poster child scenario okay for 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 so that goes back to he's a true american yeah 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 for that whole being being a citizen okay that's just a true citizen 
Yeah. He saw something go- going down that was but very that, harmful. But that's not unlike the. And he stepped up. That's not unlike the random dude who sees a burning building, runs in and saves three kids. That to me, that's a hero. This guy saved lives. To me, and I'm speaking only for me. As, even as much as the guys who went overseas and fought wars and, and, and protected freedom <laughs> and all that other stuff, that guy in Indiana was a hero to me. And, and I have no, no, no problem throwing that no, word out. I, 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 understand, I, I, I understand the way you're using it. I absolutely do. I absolutely do. My dad, um, I'm not going to say the guy that built the Statue of Liberty out of Legos is a fucking hero. Believe right. me, you, no. You know, He's um, just really good at hey, You've been Lego. to Fenway Park recently. Yeah, I have. You see the Lego statue of David Ortiz? Yeah. That guy's not whoever built that. That's not a hero. But he's pretty skilled. But this kid, well, you can be skilled and not be a hero. Exactly. But I'm just saying, he's just a skilled Lego person. I, I'm I'm throwing I identify as Lego. I and, <laughs> and, and, and I think the hero thing, and just because I, I'm I'm fucking rambling, um, I think the hero thing comes a lot from the your point of view in the situation. Right. Every, Look at how many times we talk. You see on the news, this person ran into a burning building and mm-hmm. saved a bunch of lives. And hero, or um, on a on a military exercise, and a soldier that saved a bunch of people and hero. And what it's it's everybody else. Everybody else sees that. I guess is is the is 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 that. But when do, when you talk to those people. They never ever see it that way. No. Uh, okay. Agreed. That I'm just doing. My I just job. did. I just did what I thought I should do. Well, you, the, you talk the, to a fireman. They just right. Like I, I, I didn't know. I just there was kids in there. The kids needed to be saved. Man, I just had. I, I had to go in there. And that's that, true actually, heroism. Uh, though. I had. I right, 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 right. That actually right, recently right. happened. Uh, you know what I, I mean? Saw there a video was, of it. There was three of my fellow comp- three of my fellow soldiers laid up, and I, I dra- went in and dragged them out under fire. <clears throat> uh, I went in and did this under a situation, and you, in, in the situation, th- those people never ever think of themselves. That's no, a very selfless act. Very much so, to the point where, like, <clears throat> even in the moment and afterwards, you're like, "What are you talking about? I just those people need help. What are you talking about?" And my dad always used to say something, and it, it always kind of struck me: is how to use the word hero. He said, "Don't always strive to be the hero. You know why?" Because they usually come home in body bags. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that's uh, my so that's like, my dad. That's my dad. So the He's guy like, I meet, the real heroes never came home. Right, and they're never as recognized as the people who live. My the guy I'm named after, Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Boudreau, um, was my dad's cousin. My dad did Vietnam, did a th- two tours, came back, and his cousin went to Vietnam. He was on his third tour, I think. Um, came across a firefight, and the Vietnamese got to their munitions build well, hut, basically, munitions hut. And Chris dragged three almost dead bodies of his unit out of that, took a grenade to the leg, Ooh. gunshot to the head, and still got up and watch those guys and put them in behind a like a log somewhere to save their life. He stood up and died. That's a hero. Yeah. I mean, and that's why they named named me after him. You know, I I, I always say I really wish I could have met this guy. He sounds like a really really interesting person. And my dad always said he was he's he said I you remind me a lot of him, you know. Smart ass, quick wit. 
your mouth rates checks your asking at cash sometimes <laughs> but yeah that's a, that's to me is a, a true hero because they do they, they usually come back in body bags or conversely like my set mike said i'll just do my job and i just saw that recently a bystander <coughs> at a house was walking walking taking a walk at night yep <clears throat> just taking a walk at like eight o'clock at night and saw a building on fire and heard people screaming ran in grabbed three kids dropped them off ran back in even after firefighters got there and told them don't go don't go took three more people out and then went back in for the dog it's those selfless acts that make you a hero and then the best part always after the fact is when they kind of shove that heroism tag off and say i just did what i felt i had to do i don't want to parade i don't want this i just i did what i had to do for my fellow man yeah i didn't i didn't that's cure, a hero i didn't cure cancer you know, I didn't make the common cold go away. Nope. I didn't make COVID go away. I just did what I felt was right in the moment. And, that you know, I, that's the kind of news I'd like to see. And that's the problem is bad news is good news. Good news is just that's on the back page of the newspaper. Right. Or buried somewhere on the website. Speaking of bad news, good news, the New Jersey Department of Corrections are getting it right finally. Oh, boy. I don't know if you heard about this. No, oh, your Your eyebrows are peaked. Incarcerated transgender woman impregnates two inmates at a New Jersey prison. A transgender woman behind bars at a New Jersey woman's prison impregnated two fellow inmates, prompting officials to move her to a different facility. All right, let me stop right there. Um, a woman cannot impregnate another woman. Let's move forward. Demi Minor. Well, well, well <laughs> God damn it, Herb. Just, just for the sake of argument. <laughs> a baby carrier. No, they did specify that it was a transgender woman. Not that is true. That woman. is true. Well, that's the New York Post. That is. So I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying that that technically is a, a modifier. There I was mean, a qualified modifier. There, right I'm there. saying there's, there's, um, that technically is a modifier. Technically, that lets you know that it's not a real woman. I'm just letting you know I'm going to read this story verbatim. I am not going to change the quote-unquote pronouns to fit reality. I'm just going to read what the New York Post has Junction given to dysfunction me. Show at gmail.com. Yep, here it Call comes. Call and write us a letter and bitch. There we go. Uh, Demi Minor, 27, was moved last month. Ooh. Demi Minor. Oh, Demi. Oh, that sounds Almost nice. Almost Demi Moore. She's like Demi nice. Moore Light. Was moved last month <laughs> like from the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility for the heavy, women. The heavy duty version. <laughs> to the now, now, remember this line, 27 years old. 27. Was moved from the Women's Correctional Facility to the Garden State Youth Correctional Facility, a prison for young adults in Burlington County, New Jersey. Oh, it gets worse. Minor. Wait, wait, who was, wait, 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 wait. We, we go moved, ahead. We, we we moved a twenty-seven-year-old adult uh-huh. into a juvenile facility. Oh, we're working on it. Hold on, there's more. Oh, this can't get any worse. Oh, wait till you hear what uh, oh, young. Wait till you hear what young Demi has to say later in the story. It's like the Boy Scouts in prison. It's I lovely. No, Minor, who is serving thirty years for manslaughter, is in a no. vulnerable unit in the new facility where she is the only woman. The spokesman not, said, "Not transgender manslaughter." Oh no, no! Now we've gone. We we've moved forward. All right. Minor wrote in a blog post. First of all, you're in prison. You shouldn't, shouldn't really have a, a whole blog. lot of access. Why, why do you have a blog? <laughs> 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 wrote on the website Justice for Demi. What justice do you need there, uh, Jim? Ju- just us for yeah. Demi. Yeah. 
that she was placed on suicide watch at the new facility, quote, due to the fact that I had hung myself in the van. Wow. She claimed guards denied her request to be strip searched by a female DOC officer. Yeah, I can see your I can see the smoke coming out of your ears. Shall I move on? Keep going. NJDOC have violated my right to be safe and free from sexual harassment by putting me in one of the most violent youth correctional facilities, Minor wrote. While living here at GYSC, I have found myself under attack by young inmates who are immature and just plain ignorant toward a person like me. Would you like to see a picture of young... No, I, no, I don't need to see a picture. I do. So you're mad because prison... What is, the fucking so she's dude-looking ma- motherfucker is <laughs> I got to. I got to now. So it's it's mad because... It's pri- mad. <laughs> prison's a little rough. Who's real mad? Yeah, it's not the... It's, not it's the, mad because prison's not... not. It's a, not fun. I mean, you're not... Oh, okay. You're, Here not Ma- you're not Martha Stewart, honey. Let, let's get, let's get past the manslaughter part for a second. Why is Bro. it woman slaughter? I don't know who the victim was, so we're not going to define what is a man and what is a woman Trans, with this story. It's trans slaughter. She, <laughs> trans slaughter. <laughs> not Sergeant Slaughter. Trans, is it trans slaughter. Is it piss flaps or is it a salami? Oh, my God. Yes. Moving right along. She said she was briefly transferred to the New Jersey State Prison where she, quote, was called he and him well over 30 times, adding, this has not happened to me in years being referred to as primarily as a man. Go ahead, Herm. I can see it. Look at no, you. No, 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 <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's like Mike Tyson. Sweetheart. Sorry, He's like, just, if Mike Tyson is say, out. Honey, have you, have you looked in a mirror? I'm it's just, like tr- Mike Tyson and what's his name? Uh, have you tried Little John tra- had a baby. Have you dropped trout recently? Go ahead. Mike Tyson and who? Little Wayne. Oh. Or Little John I'm or whatever the little. Go. Yeah. All right. You got that one. I'm not sharing that picture with you guys. You can go find this yourself. It's a New York fucking post for crying out loud. Uh, the N- NJDOC cannot comment on active investigations. The department has zero tolerance for abuse. And the safety and security of the incarcerated population and staff are of critical importance. Okay. That's the first true statement I think we've heard in this entire story. Yeah. Miner's move comes months after it was revealed that she had impregnated two inmates while locked up at the female prison after engaging in, quote, consensual sexual relationship with another incarcerated person. Stop. Now, I know a lot of gay people. Let's just, you know, let's use the old old school term. I know a lot of lesbians. Okay. I've right. never met two lesbians, real, actual, physical. Where one knocks the other up. Thank you. See, he can finish my sentences, too. This is, no, that was, no, seriously, that's where I was Pretty going. much, that's I, it. Like, have you ever met two lesbians where one of them knocked the other one up? Uh, the answer is no. No. Although, I do know a lesbian couple that adopted a beautiful baby boy and are raising up a fine young gentleman. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah, but they're, yeah, but, ne- yep, but they. You got one mustache hair that needs to be trimmed. It is, like, crawling up your nose right now. Yep, but, um, <laughs> like, yeah, you like I, it there. D- no matter. I, 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 it identifies as going the right way. It identifies as going up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, love is love, and that's good, but, I, but I'm pretty sure with biology that you can't make a baby with two females. Correct. Now, no matter how hard you try. <laughs> the story continues. <clears throat> this is easily, I said New Jersey's getting it right. Here's where they failed two years ago, almost two years ago. In early 2021, 
New Jersey enacted a policy to allow prisoners to be housed in accordance with their preferred gender identity. The policy, which must be in place for at least a year, was part of a settlement from a civil lawsuit brought by a women by a woman forced to live in a men's prison for 18 months. Okay. So you're a woman. You said you were... I don't know how that works. I, I'm still trying to figure that sentence out. A woman forced to live in a men's prison. So you identified as a man? You didn't identify as a man. Maybe you lied to the cops. I don't know. Uh, the DOC told NewJersey.com... It's still- I would venture to say that that was a man who identified as a woman and was right. made to stay in the men's prison. So it wasn't really a woman. No, but the, again, the lack of the modifier on Correct. there is 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 really key. We could have used New York Post uh, up your game. Trans the modifier woman. it would have been nice and that's the truth because uh. that what you have is probably a man that was a trans woman right in a man's prison and I'm sure he probably got rocked. Yeah. Oh yeah, nasty and Nate treat, and Bubba treated like I'm sure he got treated like shit, but got his shit packed nightly when he farts himself like a wind tunnel. Oh my god! Anywho, <laughs> uh, so the DOC still operates under the policy, but the department is currently reviewing the policy for housing transgender incarcerated persons, with the intention of implementing minor modifications. Housing decisions, the spokesman said, quote, are made within the parameters of the settlement agreement, which requires consideration of gender identity and the health and safety of the individual. In case you guys wanted to know, Demi Minor will be eligible for parole in 2037. Oh, awesome. So we have uh, 15 years before we have to run and hide in case uh, Ms., Mr., Ms., Ms., I don't even know, before Demi comes looking for us. Wouldn't it be like Ms.? Maybe Mister comes and uh, manslaughters us, or woman slaughter, trans slaughter, trans slaughter, sergeant like slaughter, sergeant slaughter, Mark slaughter, Mark slaughter. <laughs> I can't sing like that. Anyway, the, the, look, <sighs> I, I know I brought enough of this to the table. I promise you, I won't do this for at least another month. Um, the world is going to hell, and we all have to deal with it. Because I'll tell you this, heaven forbid my daughter ever did anything so stupid that she ended up in jail, and then some dude pretending to be a chick knocked her up, fuck no. I'd sue the state. I'd sue everybody. There'd be some hell to pay. Well, fuck yeah. Absolutely. I, I still want to know what Emma did to get in jail. Um, I'll ask her. i got to call her <laughs> later. I, I just want to know. I'm, 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 We're <laughs> speculating. I mean, this is your kid. Maybe we, it's a blue cop. We got into some shit. I'm like, if, if, if any of that block shit Maybe. Felt- if any of that chip fell off the block, bro. I would hope that because Emma is exponentially smarter than everybody in this room, and I say that with all love in my heart for both of you, um, I hope it's a white-collar crime. I hope it's some Ponzi scheme where she made just, $78 her, billion. Dollars. Her, it, was, it was just a little embezzlement, Dad. Dad, Jesus. it's not going to hurt. They're not going to miss that $78 million. For real. I yeah. made them enough money. Speaking of money. Uh-oh. I got one last little thing for Please, you. Please, bring it. Because I'm done talking about shims and shirts <clears throat> and so the fuck. Tying into our discussion about the WNBA uh, <laughs> a little, little while ago. Uh-huh. All right. MLB, Major League Baseball Commissioner Rob Manfred, insists fuck that guy. minor league players do capitalize, earn a living wage at $15,000 or less as he pockets $17.5 million in 2022 plus bonuses. Chew on that for a minute. What do you think? 
it's the same fight? Or do you think... That's a slippery slope. What, I mean, uh, what do you mean? Like the equation, the WNBA wants more money, they want bigger venues, they want, 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 but they don't, again, don't do anything to assemble themselves and make themselves known in their, in their region. Whereas minor, Major League Baseball, the farm teams, minor leagues, they have a pretty good following. A lot of them. They do. Depending on your market. They do. Like, depending on your market. I don't even know what Norwich is now. The Unicorns. What team are they? The, uh, I don't know. Dodgers? I think they're still with the Tigers. I'll have to check that. But, I think it was simply a name change. Yeah. Um, Dumbest name change ever, by the way. So do you think – do you th- see – the? I, I see the disparity. And the, the article further goes on further to say that a lot of these guys have second jobs to – you know, kind of make, make shit well, happen. Well, okay, you have to take into account a couple things. Um, it's a shortened season. Yes. They're not playing a full MLB 162. Um, especially up here, they're playing, I think, a 62-game schedule. Yeah. And there's a possibility of call-up. Uh, the $15,000, and I'll have to check on this with um, Larry, a friend of mine on Facebook, used to play for the Orioles, Larry Bigby. Oh, yeah. Um, that's a base salary from that club. You sign a contract with the parent club, which pays you X. So let's say X is off the top of my head, say $60,000. And you play for this club. Your parent contract pays you X. The minor league club pays you Y. At the end, you get Z. Well, see, that's, that's, what, that's what this article is lacking. That's, that was my whole point of this, is bringing this up. Is that it, Are they telling the truth here, or are they just putting out what they get from, the, from that farm team? And not including the parent team, because I, I don't I don't know anything about baseball pay structure. I can tell by the I don't, choice of teams. I don't fuck you. <laughs> I don't I don't pretend to know anything about how they get paid. I just know they get contracts, and it's either a good contract or a shit contract, or you're a free agent, and you can go wherever the fuck you want if somebody picks. Or you're Bobby you Bonilla who gets a million dollars every June. You haven't played fucking ball in 22 I was years. Say you haven't played. In- Fucking since I was a kid. <laughs> Two decades. <laughs> we used to use him on the old Super Nintendo game. Bobby B. Uh, by the way, the next time you say fuck you, I'm going to remind you that you're 16 and a half games back. You're welcome. Yeah, whatever. And the senior carms are, there are tigers. the single A short season affiliate of the Detroit Tigers. Okay, so they're still Tigers. Yes. So at the single A level... I don't know how that works. Um, I met Larry when he was with that's, the that's, Orioles well, affiliate well, well, single in a Double A. Is, single A is like, um, like, like, like bottom of the. Bottom. Oh yeah, it's, that's like it's, it's that's like it's farm it's farm league, bro. It's, yeah. Very very much. It's, like, You're in, it's like developmental. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is like you 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 in, in, in a single A ball club, you have you, your market is literally the town you're in and. That's it. Mm-hmm. You got nothing else. You can't. You can't. And you, and you can't. You it's you can't sell shit to the people in town because right. they're you're inundated with it. And you, you're, that's the affiliate. When we had the double A ball club here, you knew you saw players come up. We watched guys like Nick Johnson and Alfonso Soriano and Robinson yep. Cano and and guys like that go up through the system. Right. And when right in the same and, and like with Pawtucket. Uh, oh with, yeah. With Red Sox, you see uh, real players. Oh my god! I remember down. seeing like, Wade I, Boggs I caught, before he I was caught, Wade Boggs. For real, I caught uh, 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 Schilling. Yeah. Um, there on a on a recoup. Oh yeah. For a week, I caught up on a game, and he was up there on a, on a recoup week after a surgery. Yep. S- same thing, but uh, and and 
single A ball. These guys are scrambling just to get to get at the table to get crumbs from that table mm-hmm. there. Right. And I understand that part of it. As you're single A, you're single A. You're you're traveling in a bus. Okay, so Larry got back to me right quick. Oh, okay. So let's get Larry Bigby, who says, you're paid on a scale. Single A pays a certain amount, high A, then double A, then triple A, but you still get the root contract you signed with the parent team. All right, so this article here is failing to... Yes and no. Failing Um, to mention that, because I read the whole article earlier. Right. And and again, Larry is, you know, no longer playing. He's... But I'll trust some... I'll take somebody... I'll trust somebody's word... That actually went through it. Yeah, um, I mean they're they're not paid exceptionally well, uh, given the amount they have to travel. They're 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 not making they're not making MLB. Well, the difference money. between oh, the travel no. on on the MLB level is way different. But I mean, your ass gets flat from riding these buses. Um, you live for free during the season. Um, the single A guys, unfortunately, if you play here, have to get um, much like uh, when you have an exchange student. They have to get a host family yes. where you live there. Yes. But on the double A, triple A level? Yeah, so no. yeah, yeah. When you're um, when you're when you're in town, you you stay with a host family like an exchange student. Right. Yeah. But and I, then when you're I, on once the, you on get the road, from double A higher, and I know this because an apartment complex where I used to live rented out twenty six twenty six to thirty apartments in that complex for just the ball players. While they were in town, that's when it was the Navigators moving on to the Defenders and then the Tigers yeah. before. No, the Defenders. What was it after that? Fuck me running. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, and then it went to single A. After it went to single A, you need a host family to stay with. Yeah, I know a guy who was a host family. Yeah, because they ain't got that kind of money. Right. <laughs> but in double A, here's your apartment. Right. We're picking up the bill. You're in double A, triple A ball. You're moving up. You're you're on the precipice of of moving to the big show, and we're gonna take care of you. Single A guys, yeah, no, not so much. But I dare say, and I'm just going by what Larry just said, that article is not being completely truthful. Truthful, yes. I was gonna say honest, but same word, truthful, yeah. same same. That satisfies my curiosity. But Major League Baseball and hockey are the only two sports that have that A, double A, triple A movement. In the NFL, you have the NFL proper, and you have the D-League. Right. Or the Overseas League, which right. that's a separate animal, but it's still under the auspices of the NFL. Right. Uh, NBA has the NBA proper and the D-League. If you go overseas, that overseas team pays you. But if you play the D-League, you're getting that shit salary. On you know, on top of the shit contract you signed with, say the Knicks, right, or the Celtics or the Suns, you're not getting the perks that, you know, the structure in the MLB or the NHL provides. Because I'm trying to remember his name now. Had a cup of coffee with the Bruins a couple years ago. Got to meet him at a meet and greet, and I asked him like, dude, you've been playing triple-A hockey for the P Bruins for a long time. He goes, making good money. As long as they're what, do I, what do I care if I make the big club? I'm doing what I love for a living. Well, that's, that's, a, guy, that's a true athlete who loves his sport. Right. Know? He's not Gayrod who yeah. wants $252 million to suck for the Yankees for well, and that, 10 years. And that goes back to something we said about uh, basketball a couple shows ago. You know, that, that the whole mentality of it, I'm in it just for the money. I'm not in it for the game. And that, that whole... 
era in the ni- like 90s to the 2000s where they're just tr- dressing like thugs and gangsters and shit. You know, that, and I, I applauded the M- NBA when they came up with a code of conduct and the dress, the dress rule. Look like you're look like you give a shit and look like you're a professional. That's run the, it, that's the key word. Run it like a business. When you when you're out there with your pants falling around down past your fucking taint, with your hat on crooked, carrying a gun, that's not a good representation of the NBA. Because uh, I'd be pissed if I was in the NBA uh, in the head office. No, look the part, be the part. You, you're an inspiration to some kids out there. Don't set them down, set them down the wrong path. Right. And no matter what people want to say, whether your name is Charles Barkley or John Crook, athletes are, whether they like it or not, role models. You know, you can look at a Thurman Munson or a John Elway or a Don Mattingly or a Wade Boggs, and I'm just trying to get all of our teams represented, yeah. who played the game hard, played the game right, and showed you do the work, you get rewarded. Michael Jordan, bit. There's a role model right there, gambling aside, fucking around on his wife aside. When you saw him on the court, it was all work, all business, all the time. And that's what the kids are watching. The stuff you read in the newspaper, although important, is secondary. Michael Jordan is my basketball hero. I want to be just like him. Then get out there and practice your ass off. I want to be just like Mike. Just like Mike. Yeah, like Mike. Didn't you? He used to sing it, but he would say, like me. (laughs) You want want to be be like like me. me. Wow, that came up out of nowhere. That's a Wayback Machine. Yeah, it is. Especially seeing him dance around the apartment singing that song. Uh, I don't want to visualize that. Oh, he was fully clothed. Don't worry about it. I, I had all my clothes on. I had Mostly. 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 <laughs> we won't get into that. I think the stat, the statute of limitations That's is right. passed on that. That's right. <laughs> we can't, you can't be compelled to testify against me. No. <laughs> uh, but the, the, I, I'm still, uh, was it you that shared the WNBA thing? Yeah. On the word, uh, I forget who it was. Can you paraphrase that for us? Oh, fuck. I got to go back. My head is so full of shit right now. There's a surprise. Well, you know. But it, it was a really good quote, and I think it makes. Was that the Bill Burr one I posted? Thank you. Oh, yeah, it, it was, was you. It was you. It was you. It was you. That was. Uh, paraphrase. That was, uh, basically, um, the. the Men haven't failed you, haven't failed the NBA. Um, women have failed the, the WNBA. Um, the, the men set it up and set up a league and handed it to you and said, run with it. And where are all the feminists? Where are all the feminists at, at a W the, the stands should be full of feminists. You all should be running out and buying a WNBA t-shirt. I don't care what the team is. It doesn't matter. It supports women. You know what though? Women don't do it. We have, as a society, have not failed the WNBA. The men, you know why the, why the NBA makes the money they make? Because men support it. Maybe the women should start supporting the WNBA the way that men support the NBA, and maybe you'll see something really great happen. God bless Michael P.S. Herman. And Bill it, Burr, for that matter. He he posted it right while I was reading it on Facebook. <laughs> okay. Was. And I was like, ah, Mike already got me. Well, I, I think we've uh, dug the shithole a little too deep yeah, this yeah, week. We, but, uh, yeah, if you haven't yeah. watched that, Bill Burr, Yeah, I think we... Please. we I have not. I want to do it tonight. To I, yo, it, it's, it's, it's really good. That's on it Netflix, yes? Hilarious. It's really, really good. Yeah, it's All great. right. I'll give you guys some homework out there. Uh, watch the Bill Burr on uh, Netflix and... 
Tell us what you think at junctiondysfunctionshow at gmail.com. Uh, find us on the Facebook. Just stop sending me personal messages about the fucking show. We I'm want, not the only person here. We want traffic on the on our actual page. For real, man. send us some traffic on the page. Send us an email. Fill our box. Sh- hey, now. I said Whoa. that a couple episodes ago. Fill Whoa. our box. Are we suddenly in the New Jersey State Correctional Facility for one? I don't give I'm, a fuck. I, I, and also, I don't even know how. Do you I, like this I week's don't even episode? Know how I identify right now. <laughs> I think you identify as tired. I do. All right, listen. This week. Challenge. If you like this week's episode, share it with a friend. If you hated this week's episode, share it with a friend. Share it with 10 friends. That's right. And let us know. Tell 10 people how bad it sucked. That's right. Because those 10 10 people will tell 10 more people. And so on. And And so so on. on. And And so so on. Ad infinitum. On that note, when the laptop comes out of the shop tomorrow, I have 25 one-star strip club reviews just waiting for you guys. Shitballs. And three of them? Are from a foreign country, so you know they're gonna be good. Oh, lovely, lovely. Give it an eight. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if Banana C comes back. Oh dear lord, <laughs> he doesn't. I'll Herb. give you that now, guys. We'll see you next week. Peace. Later.